Well, good morning, friend. May 21st, Friday. I hope you're having a wonderful day and um, hope you had a great week closing out the work week, going into the weekend. And of course, um, I know in our church, several people have had um, they've had the they've had graduations this week with their children. And um, I, I've been praying for them. Then we've got some families right now getting ready to move here. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about them getting here to our church, joining our church. Others just going through some tough times. You pray for people. People always have rough times. And um, it's our job to pray for others. And I hope that that's what you're doing in your life. And certainly the Lord will bless us if we'll do so. I want to read to you this morning from 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 1. It says, and David said, is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now, David was certainly a great man in the scriptures. Many things could be written about his heart for God and his faith in God's ability to deliver him no matter what he faced. But however, his character towards others revealed his greatness. David had no reason to show kindness to Jonathan or Saul. But greatness has a way of always remembering where it came, where you came from. And it always has a desire to help others feel better. David found a lame man by the name of Mephibosheth, who was the son of Jonathan, and found a way to show interest in him and help that young man believe that God could still use him. Now, David's character towards others reminds me of other great men with whom I've had the opportunity to be around. One of the things I've always recognized about great men of God is that they have a way of making those they come in contact with to feel very special. I've had the privilege of being around men like Dr. Jack Hiles, Dr. Lee Robertson, Dr. Tom Malone, and other great men. And every one of these great men had the character of greatness that made me feel like I was important. Whenever I was around, I didn't know Tom, Dr. Tom Malone that well, but when I'd get around him, he made me feel like we were best friends. Dr. Lee Robertson was my first pastor just as a little baby, but we really didn't know each other until his senior years of life. But every time I got around Dr. Robertson, I felt like like I was that he he had interest in me and he wanted to help me and he made me feel comfortable. Brother Hiles was my pastor, of course, for many years and had a great way of making people around him feel very special and um, almost like they were best friends. That's why you find that when these guys die, a lot of people try to talk about how close they were to them. What was it? What was it about these people? They were able to make people feel special when they were around them. Now, you may never be used to the level of some of these great men of the past that I just talked about, but you can certainly mimic their character of greatness to everyone that you lead. You see, there are four things you can do for others that will cause them to look at you with admiration and respect, just like you look at those who who, who um, you feel like are great people. Now, I understand we're not the ones that it's about, but let's face it, people do follow us. And the more that we help people, they are going to admire us. And the more that someone admires and respects me, the more I can help them. So just in case the Pharisee wants to throw a stone, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Just throw, put your stones down and um, stop trying to correct everybody. But the fact is, people do look up to us. And God gives us people that we can help. But we cannot help them if they don't respect us and they don't admire us, um, admire us enough so that we can help them. So what can I do? To what's that character of greatness that I can do to help others so I can be a better help to them? First, you can be a friend to everybody. Um, David said, is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness? David wasn't looking for someone 
of position to be a friend, but he was looking to be a friend of someone who had been forgotten. Notice he said of any. It's easy to be a friend to the popular person, but the true friend is someone who is a friend to the forgotten person. If you want to be a true friend, be a friend to those who others have forgotten and those who society has thrown out as trash. Be a friend to them. That's what Christ did. Second, you can be thoughtful to everyone. David wanted to show kindness to to Mephibosheth for Jonathan's sake. Taking time to think about people and praying for them is a lost Christian character trait. You can be kind and thoughtful to everyone. Just because someone does not fit what society would call normal doesn't mean that you shouldn't be kind to them. You can be kind to everyone because everyone is God's creation. You see, the test of your thoughtfulness and kindness is not how you treat those um, who you want to be around, but how you treat those who you don't want to be around. Third, you can be forgiving to everyone. David didn't care that Mephibosheth was of the house of uh, was, house, was, was of the house of Saul because he'd forgiven him. You see, one of the great tests of your ability to forgive is that you can forgive your fiercest enemy. Christ-like forgiveness is forgiving everyone, even those who have hurt you the deepest. Now, the character of great people is that they hold no grudges towards those who have hurt them deeply. Fourth, you can be God's conduit to everyone. David said that I may show kindness of God unto him. David understood that his purpose in life was to let God use him as a channel to give to others what they need. Now, true Christianity realizes realizes that its whole purpose of God giving to them is so that they can give to others. David knew that God had been kind to him. So he wanted to let that same kindness flow out to others. You see, when you become that conduit, my friend, from God to everyone else that you come into contact with is when God can make you a great tool to help many people. Now, let me ask you a question. How much do you want to help people? Are you? Is it all about you or is it about I want to help people? That's what God wants us to do. Now, my friend, I want to be that conduit. of great. I want to have that character of greatness, not so that I can become great. I want that character of greatness so that I can help people. Let me tell you something. This old world needs some people that have that character of greatness in their life, that they make everybody feel important. They help everybody, whether up or down, whether they're popular or unpopular, and restore them and help them. Because I'm telling you, our churches need it. Our country needs it. Boy, how we need that character of greatness. People who stop judging, who get over yourself, get over this thing of you being God. Let's go help people. This world needs it. There's people going to hell. Can I ask you, do you have the character of greatness? Stop trying to make it about you. Make it about others. You adapt the character of greatness, not so that you can become great but so that you can help others. And you're going to find you'll earn the admiration and respect of others, which will help you to be a help to those who God has given you to lead. My friend, I hope this is a help to you. Remember this weekend, go find somebody that is lost. Show them how to get saved, get them saved, get them in church this Sunday. And remember all weekend long, be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time, my friend. Have a great day.